Oh. I'm up to my ass in dead bodies. Lord have mercy. This is Seriously Seagal. Oh, yeah. Hello. All right. Thank you to the late Isaac Hayes for doing our intro today. Oh, what a, what a great, kind, gentle soul that man is. Took a trip up from the morgue to join us uh, and then headed back <laughs> well, down. I, man, I would, too, if I was up to my ass and dead bodies. Did you that. notice he was eating a lot in the morgue? When was he? he? I actually yeah. didn't notice that. Was he like yeah, he candy had, like, bars Yeah, he had full-on meals. Like, it was like his dinner and like lunch. Like He was just like, I felt bad for him. And I was like, man, this guy... He was always know. standing over dead bodies with just like a bite of food in his, in his hand. <laughs> um, all right, yes, this is Seriously Seagal, the podcast where we take the films of Siri... Uh, of Steven Seagal very seriously. And we are talking about the 2008 film Kill Switch today. Uh, some mid-late Seagal happening. Um, Seagal is kind of in his black exploitation phase where his his hair is brillo-y. Yeah. I thought it was kind of in a <laughs> hair net at I didn't even notice a brillo That's oh a good point now that you bring it up, He's, though. He, uh, there's, a, there's a strange shape to it. It's, it's, it's like a little living thing on his head. All right, let's send it around the horn and introduce ourselves. This is, of course... P-Bear, drummer for the Van Buren's, getting seriously psyched about Mr. Steven Seagal today, uh, getting into some ultraviolence. Uh, sitting to my left, wearing a blanket as always, um, what do you think about the movie today, Flav? I thought it was great, except that we're going to get into this later in our podcast, but there are two versions of this movie, apparently. Yeah, so, something was strange about our, our stream This is today. El Sabor. <laughs> the flavor, <laughs> as usual. Um, and I'm going to throw it across the way to my man. We got Mr. Smitty, man on the helm. Yep. What did you think of the movie it. today, Mr. Smitty? Uh, I was I was thoroughly enjoying it, actually, honestly. Um, I wouldn't say it's a good movie, but I had a good time. It was fast-paced, very yeah. fast-paced, or well, the version we watched was. We must uh, point yeah. out that this this movie was is the first movie that we're, we're, we've covered that was written by Steven Seagal. He's got the written-by title. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I didn't know that he wrote I mean, I know the producing and the directing and the acting, but I didn't realize he wrote. You did, wait, did you say he did Belly of the Beast too? He was an or uncredited writer on Belly of the Beast. Okay, because that was a pretty sweet movie. But he was the writer of this movie, <coughs> uh, Kill Switch, and I think this was a well-written no, movie. It was Props the storyline was fine. I have no qualms with the storyline. You can argue should there be two serial killers or one, whatever. I thought that was fine <laughs> to have two. That's okay. You can do that. Um, uh, I just thought the directing took a little bit away from. The story, like it could have been, like I would have given this like a B, B minus overall as a story, but like I think because of the directing, it got pulled down a little bit to like a C plus. Our buddy Jeff F King, Jeff with Jeff three F's, F. King, directed yes. this movie, and it is highly stylized uh, to the point of being ex- incredibly obnoxious and hard to follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many quick cuts. There's there's multiple points in like any action scene during this movie. There's points where they basically will. Um, it's basically one shot, but they take out like. Two or three frames here, two or three frames there. It almost so looks it's like, like old timey baseball. Exactly, movie like they're like jumping like around within the shot, and it's it. Yeah, it got it got pretty frustrating. And, and, and there after were times a while. it was done, I think, to cover up the lack of action and the fact that Steven Seagal was nowhere near He's, any of the action in the movie, and not as quick as he once used to be. No, and um, he was definitely using a stunt double for most of this. And sure. Within these very quick cuts, it would cut back to just a, a shot of Seagal's. Uh, kind of portrait, mm-hmm. uh, his chest and shoulders react when he's getting hit by that lead pipe, and they're just cutting to hit shots of him <laughs> just staring nonchalantly <laughs> like it's not affecting him at all. He's Dude, taking yeah. that like a champ. Yeah, he is. I couldn't a champ. believe that. 
And then he steals it from the guy and hits the other guy. He and is the guy lightning, is like dude. down on the ground rolling around. He is lightning, bro. He was loving every second of it. And but there were also partners, the, storm. these these cuts would be of non-action things as well. It would be Seagal standing there, and then it would cut to him standing just slightly to the right in an uncomfortable way. The lighting was out of control. The music was really heavy. It was just a very, very highly stylized movie. During some of those flashbacks and stuff, there were... Um I, I think the instrument's called a water phone. It's this... Um, mm-hmm. The screechy one. Really, like, yeah, the screechy one that's used in a lot of horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horror films to make this, like, crazy, weird, like, metallic, high-pitched, like, squeaky sound. And that was very prevalent. And first, I just for a second, like, I yeah. thought we were back in a horror movie. I was like, is this against the it, dark? There were like, some <laughs> horror movie elements of it. Well, I guess for it was sure. a serial killer, so it's kind yeah. of like... I mean, I just thought the music was okay. It's just too loud. It should have been a little bit turned down and the volumes turned up. <laughs> yes, Stephen <laughs> had a few uh, drawling uh, monologues that got yeah. lost. Although uh, you could music. mostly hear him pretty okay in this one. This is yeah. set in Memphis, so Stephen is, is doing his, his New Orleans... Uh, I'm telling you, it's because he lives draw. in Louisiana, dude. It's his like being a sheriff in Louisiana. That's why he has that accent. I think he, he likes... I uh, no longer think he's faking I think that's what he sounds like like in his later years because he started living in that area. I think, you think that's what he sounds like I think like earlier now? in the 90s he didn't sound like that, but because after the 2000s he started living in Louisiana and like working there. This is 2008, right? Yeah. Nine, yeah. yeah, he started living there in, like I think, 06. And so Do you think when Stephen goes and visits with up. Like Vladimir Putin in Russia, his bro... He said, "Oh, now look at what we got here, Vladimir." I don't think he adds the no. I think like he that, adds like I think a Russian accent yeah. to his English. I bet. Yeah, but I does. think I don't think he uses those words necessarily like he does. But I think the drawl might he might actually just have that now. But he tries to like control it. Steven like, Seagal, forever the chameleon uh, accent was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Once again, surrounded by... He blends into the <laughs> accents like he blends into his attacker's <laughs> momentum. The chameleon linguist. Exactly. <laughs> yes, the chameleon linguist as well. He, he has uh, His catchphrase in this movie is, Lord have mercy. mercy. And it's Lord pretty great. What do we got here? Lord have mercy. All right, so let's get to it's the great. beginning of the movie. Because this, oh. uh, once again, we have a ridiculously <laughs> awesome title sequence, you guys. Yeah. His, he really knows how to get you in the movie. Again, written by Seagal. Yeah. great. Overcooked egg. So we're at a birthday credit flashback. <laughs> yes, the credit flashback. Kids are having fun. Mm-hmm. Nice house. Beautiful house. But wait. Gorgeous. Scenic, beautiful, perfect family. There life. are two little boys. Twins, even. Jacob and Daniel. And twins. Oh, <laughs> uh, hell nah. Lord have mercy. Daniel and Jacob, it's their birthday. We know this because of the cake. Yeah. And they kind names. of do these cut frames again. So initially, we don't know what's happening. Um, but all we see is that they kind of chase, we think, each other almost into the forest. They're playing hide-and-go-seek with a we bunch of kids. We don't realize that, though, initially. No, no, no. One thing I thought was We're hilarious. not told that initially. No, we are. Because, we are? Because there's a shot of the kids, and like one is clearly like counting with his eyes closed, and yeah. the kids run off. And then the next, like there's like a little jump cut, and one of the moms is like talking to the other moms, and they're like, oh. <laughs> laughing and she goes hide and seek. And parents are enjoying. I specifically it. remember oh. that because I enjoyed it so much. Okay, so I guess we do know they're playing hide and seek. So we cut to the forest all of a sudden. Uh huh. And like this kid is just one of them is just Daniel. staring, standing there, just like staring blindly. And then all of a sudden you hear screams, mm-hmm. and like a rush of parents come up and they're like, Daniel, Jacob. Who, who fucking died? They're Would yelling Daniel. Daniel, Daniel and they're died. yelling Jacob. Yeah. We find out that da- Daniel, Daniel has been yeah. killed. We don't Daniel. see exactly how. Daniel, no! It seems Throat like Jacob slash. knows knows something about it. 
traumatized. He's uh, traumatized. Does he shock. actually see what happens, or does it come through his twin uh, telepathy no, kind it. of thing? The guy kills him in front of him. He sees it, but we don't see the full flashback I think of him he, seeing it I think it he's later tormented by it later because he feels like such a bitch for not doing it. See, I thought that Jacob was the kid counting originally. No? Oh, no. I don't, honestly, I got confused because they were twins, so I didn't know which one was which during that scene until obviously one of them died but right <laughs> got okay. confused before that so we see that the twin <laughs> yeah, who lives yeah. we flash forward into real time and it's Seagal he's tormented man he's tormented he keeps coming back to this he's like this if only I'd known how to use excessive force when I was a kid I would have fucked that guy up <laughs> exactly yeah does he feel guilty about it I'm sure he does and it's just he didn't do anything he didn't say anything he didn't scream he just stood there he did. He just stood there because he was so scared. But now he's not. As Niles now Green he's fucking Frazier excessively his, fucking people up. Killed his brother. Left and he right. takes action now. Yeah. What What is he doing in the first? Like, where is? What does he start off with? What mission? He's. Oh, it's it's the mission oh. against Billy Joel. Right. Yeah. Um, They're at the house already, right? Or like it's, they, it's the woman with the bomb. Oh, right, tied right, right, right. Yep, Kind yep, of a yep. Dark Knight kind of thing. Dark yep. Knight actually came out this the same year. Yeah. Oh, so people with bombs. Shit. On them was a big thing. This yeah, this, one was like this wasn't even on him. It was sewed inside like her. Sewed into her skin or something crazy. You later find weird. out that Billy Joe is a medical expert and a bombs expert. Right. So Seagal is on the scene. Again, this woman has a bomb sewed to her. And Everyone's like, very cavalier yeah. about they this are, bomb. There's like three minutes left It says 316, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. that's yeah. enough time for Seagal to do like 30 Aikido throws. So. Seagal <laughs> says, Seagal just surmises... And again, this, this happened so quickly. Yeah, was right, I, I, I wasn't sure if I read that timer right. It's three minutes, 16 yeah. seconds. Nobody's comforting this woman who has this bomb strapped to her. Seagal like, and yeah. Soul Glow, his partner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Storm, you mean. Quickly uh, <laughs> look at the building they're next to. Seagal like, this says... This motherfucker probably watching us right now. Exactly. Yeah. Seagal just guesses. Seagal just guesses the right room as well. Yeah, the next thing we know, he's in the guy's room. He's in I think he room. sees him, though, right? Because, like, you cut to the clip. That was when you were like, oh, there we go. But, like, I think that was meant to imply that Seagal saw him and they made eye contact. Um, yeah, I think so. Maybe. he. And then Seagal so. snuck in there yeah. to the right room. I don't Again. think he snuck in. I think Billy Joe thought he could take him on. And then just beats the crap out dude, of this dude. Dude, he fucked he this guy up. He, yeah, he destroys him. There's some serious repairs going to be needing to be done in that wall. He like cracked several walls open with the guy's skull. Yeah, that's right. Those those were pretty oh. awesome. And then, you know, he's like gets this guy down on his knees and he's like, "Tell him which wire to cut." Tell him, and the guy won't tell him. He fucking hits him a couple of times. Is it black or yellow? And then finally, the guy's like black, and Seagal's like, "Cut the yellow." Right. And he like, radios it in to his partner or to the bomb squad who yeah. lives with this woman. It's counting down to no time. Seagal doesn't know exactly how much time is on the counter, but he seems to understand the, the very high stakes yeah. that are going on. Well, um, the next part is actually what I, I forgot. What did he say to piss Seagal off again? Because Seagal was like, all right, well, if I put your hands out, like, put your hands behind your back, you're taking it. And then yeah, what did he too. say? He said something to piss, because Seagal proceeds to then kick this man out of a window. <laughs> and it looked like he, he was, was about to arrest him, but then he did. What did he say? I d I'm not actually sure what yeah, he said. I'm Hold on. Sure Can I, I might have a little clip here we could play. And so we see that Seagal is just maybe perhaps too violent a cop. Um, this movie's also on YouTube, so I can find this really His cool. methods are pretty unorthodox. And also, right, the United Arab, Arab Emirates owns hello, this hello. movie in some weird way. So we're not sure about what cut we actually got yeah. of this movie. It might not have included all the super violent it's things. It's very true. Are you it's still very on true. The headphones? Yes. Are you? Yeah. 
Um, um, do you have it? I, I do have a little clip here. All right, uh, let's hear it. So we can, hear, we can actually hear how many times this guy falls out of the window, too. Okay, okay yes, this was oh, another multiple cut says? situation. Do you want me to play a longer version, FK. which would maybe include a little bit of that scene? Yeah, I want to know that what he one. Okay. All right. All right, give me one second here. All right, so here we go. Take a listen to this. Okay. Okay. All right, bitch, assume the position. You're under arrest. Get up against the wall and give me a hand. Fuck you! <laughs> yes, we see him crash through the window probably like six times. Six times. That is awesome. Oh, that guy said it's fuck you. I love that blues. The blues right guitar too. comes in throughout the movie in different situations. Oh, it's so it's good. Amazing. The defenestration of Billy Joel. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. So all he does, all he says is fuck you, and he gets Basically, thrown so, out of, kicked out of a window. Yeah, kicked out of a window. I thought he was dead after he that. He should have been dead. I mean, oh, he yeah. basically like killed that dead. guy. Yes. Came out pretty okay though for the rest of the movie. See, I thought I thought the guy was going to be dead, and then he was going to be at the station getting in trouble for killing the guy. Right. That's what I thought was going to happen, but it didn't. There were a lot of times where uh, the cops are a little late. The rest of the cops who aren't so go are late to the scene, and he's brutally, you know, Beats, basically murdering beating or beating somebody, yeah, beating someone to death to a pulp. And he he pretty much gets away with it the whole way, right? Yes. I mean, yeah, he's Seagal. He gets investigated for his unorthodox ways. Yeah, by this dumb hoe. But ultimately, <laughs> he is proven to be right. Uh, yeah, okay, so you mentioned it earlier, Raj, but the we've seen before the, the two-headed dragon bad guy situation, but this one made zero sense to me, I must say, because Why? they were completely unrelated, unlike yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Ray Bannon from the first movie, uh, Under Siege 2, um, or the bad guys from On Deadly Ground, uh, Michael Caine in... John C. McGee. Um, these guys weren't working in tandem in any way. They were just two different cases that were a problem for Seagal. Yeah, but they were pretty inept by themselves, so he just needed two problems to work with to be able to last for an hour and a half because he'd fuck each of those guys <laughs> up by themselves. <laughs> and and sure. that's what I thought, sure. too, is that neither neither you know, one of them... It was good for him to have two at a time. You know, and it's like realistic, too. Who, to says, who says that serial killers take turns? You know what I mean? Like Just because one person's murdering somebody, somebody else might be murdering at the same time. Seagal's, Would you call Billy Joel a serial killer? Yeah, he murdered like... He murdered those random guys in the taxi for no reason, and then he yeah, murdered that right. chick he for no did. reason, and then he murdered Celine. For right. No so here's I'm also pretty sure that counts as serial the police killing. work in Memphis made no sense to me. So this guy <laughs> Billy bad. Joel gets thrown out of a window by Seagal. Um, his case goes to the Supreme Court apparently. That's and a quick. Yeah, he's let track. out very quickly. That was a fast track, and to no the one Supreme else seemed Court. to know about it. <laughs> yeah, it was very under the radar. All of a sudden, like, yeah. uh, Soul Glow gets a phone call, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" and like hangs up, and he's like. Billy Joe was just released from a prison today or whatever. Um, there was also something where there it's was like no... He's already killed three people. They didn't have the internet in 2008 in this movie. No, they didn't. And cell phones. There, so many things could have been solved by a cell phone <laughs> call or just general public knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're starting to learn about some of these characters. Let's maybe bring it to uh, one of our favorite segments here to talk about some of these people. Let's talk about the Keith David Memorial, not Seagal, MVP. Keith David, not Seagal, MVP. Oh, yeah. Hello, boys. Keith, good to have you as always. It's always good to be here. Keith, really don't you have anything better to do? You weren't in the movie this week. Are you taking qualms with me, boy? No, no, sir. No, sir. That's what I thought. I'll see you in gym class Monday. Put down that shotgun, please, Keith. <laughs> it's sawed off. <laughs> it's 
very nice. I need to be ready. There's Jamaicans around. He won't stop shining it, Smitty. He can't stop I know, shining his I know. shotgun. We're in Quincy. <laughs> There's Jamaicans around. Where's he sleeping? I don't know. I think he's sleeping. Boys. Boys. Okay, sorry, Keith. Okay, let's talk about what is your MVP. Um, I Besides me, <laughs> of, cor- of course, you, of Keith course, you David. Keith. Of course, Skull, please Keith help us. David. Skull, please help us. Um, I actually have. I, I know I was going to say let's introduce some characters, but I have an abstract MVP. Um, okay. My MVP for this week for Kill Switch is Glass. Nice oh, Glass. glass. Yeah, not Mister Glass. A lot of glass from breaking. Unbreakable. Wait, what do you mean? But Glass itself. Oh, oh, okay. I thought for a second I thought that was a character. Like superheated like, sand, the slow moving, uh, the very slow moving liquid that is glass. Um, experiences quite a beating in this movie. Every yeah. scene there's glass breaking. Oh, okay, all right. Bottles. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Constantly, when Seagal gets into the fight with those two dudes at the bar, glass everywhere. Every table is glass. Mm-hmm. Every chair breaks too. Every ta- that guy gets thrown through that table. Um, very wrestling style uh, action going on in some of this, but glass, man, does glass really, really, really take a bruising in this one? And nobody really seems to get too cut up. Those yeah, guys yeah, I noticed that there's not a lot of like, even when Seagal was like punching up the uh, Lazarus guy, there's not a lot of like blood effects in his face. It doesn't look like. Right, yeah, Lazarus looks great the whole way through. I thought yeah, I didn't think they did very good. Again, they, I think that was the director. That's what I said. The directing really kind of brought this movie a little. It was a better movie than the director made it out to be. You know what I mean? Like it just. I, I agree too. I think uh, there's one no Keone Waxman. Let's be yeah, real. he's no Keone. Keone, my man. And I didn't see Ben Dang in yeah, the producer credits. Yeah, where the fuck were you, Ben Dang? Come on, ben Executive Dang. producer. We need you, man. Um, I thought that Lazarus, the Pin the, Dang, would have bloody that motherfucker. The up. real <laughs> creepy serial killer um, looked like if Guy Lazarus. Fieri had a younger, sexier brother. Yeah, he was like a skinny Guy Fieri, yeah. wasn't he? Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. But Raj, who was your non-sigal MVP? Ooh, ooh, shit, come back to me, Smitty. Who was your non-sigal MVP? I got MVP? caught up playing I'm, cards with Keith David over I'm, here. I'm, I'm, go- I'm going <laughs> to be. Uh, I'm going to have to go he with uh, Isaac man, Hayes sorry. as the coroner. Oh yeah, because Isaac he Hayes. didn't. I mean, he didn't really do. Anything in this movie, I don't know really to why he, he was, was second build. Yeah, he was second build. He did not live to see this movie released. I too. know. I heard this is one of the last things he worked. Is on. this the last thing Isaac Hayes did with his life? Yeah, actually, isn't it build is one of the last check things those that he's IMDb done? credits? Yeah, I really wanted him to was. start singing about uh, uh, Hallelujah! <laughs> all the beautiful Hallelujah. young women he keeps getting in the. Morning. I don't know how. I it it kept throwing me off when I was I writing imagine. notes. I kept hearing his voice, and I kept thinking we were watching South Park for a second. I <laughs> love. I miss like, his voice. I love yeah, Isaac Hayes' voice. Such a good voice. Hello, children, or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yes. just like that. Yeah, Isaac Hayes was really great to see him. Hello, um, Stephen. <laughs> he was definitely enjoying the craft I'm services on set with with I bet, and they were swapping stories together. Raj, who you got? Ah, uh, mine is actually gonna be <laughs> my MVP is Storm. Who's Storm? Storm is his partner. Oh, really? The, yeah, dude. Soul Glow. I kept calling him Soul Glow. You ever, did you ever notice that he kept calling Stephen Lightning? Oh yeah. And <laughs> then when Stephen left him, the note he said Storm. I gotta leave town. Blah right, blah. This right, guy, right. Yeah. Oh, Their see, names are Lightning and Storm. Storm and Lightning, like up. Thunder and Lightning, but it's Storm and Lightning. It's fucking awesome. Soul Glow like is so P-Bear much and better, the brown though. Man. Yeah, they are a P Bear and the Brown Man. Who who is P Bear and who's Brown Man? In I would say I'm Seagal and you'd yeah. be yeah, totally. Because I just like <laughs> do all this random shit and then leave you messages afterwards about it, and you're like, what? Why? What? And then you just get all this information, like. 
He's really the MVP because he's the guy who gives us the information throughout the movie. He's the one who gets the call about Billy Joe being released. He's the one who finds the note at the end about what the hell just happened to Seagal. He's the one who defends Seagal to the... He has that weird, creepy clown cannibal story in the middle. (laughs) That was... Where he basically just like... Like disses that chick essentially, like, and everybody in the office is just like, "Yeah, you know what I'm saying." Like, yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, I I do think he actually probably was the non Seagal, and he's okay with Seagal's blackness, which is the main thing. (laughs) He's okay with Seagal's southern drawl, and he uses Seagal uses some pretty specific phrases about like chicken. Like he was like something about like there's a very specific place, I guess, in like a ten like in Tennessee, right? Like in Memphis. Yeah, yeah, that he used and like everyone was like, yeah, like, like <laughs> Seagal is great taste in chicken. We love you, Seagal. It was pretty. Was Something I really wish that they had done <laughs> with um, with that character Storm. Storm is his name. That's what Soul his Glow? nickname. Soul Glow. Okay. Yeah, Soul with Soul Glow, is that Soul when that guy Glow. fell out the window, they had cut to a, re- a reaction shot from Soul Glow from every single one of them. Of him going like, damn, and then yeah. the guy falling out the window <laughs> and be, like, he'd be like, boys, boys, yeah. what, what do you want, Keith? <laughs> what is this Soul Glow? Yeah. I do not understand this reference. Uh, sorry, Keith. It's is actually Jamaican related. Uh, no. Coming to America, familiar Eddie, Eddie Murphy. So Eddie Murphy. No. Of course, he's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been at Julia at the time. Yeah. Ah, Julia. Actually, I think Roddy Roddy Piper was trying to get you to try on sunglasses at that, around that time. I will not put on those glasses. <laughs> Just put on the glasses. Keith. I refuse to put on the glasses. I actually thought um, the bad guy Billy. Guys, we're gonna upset Keith right now. Billy Joel kind of looked like Roddy Roddy Piper a little I d- bit. Wait, well, I don't even understand the So Glow reference myself, though. I do agree with Keith. What is that? That's we a just, reference to coming to, coming America. to America. I've seen coming to America. Who is Soul Glow? Um, Eric LaSalle uh, plays the Soul the Soul Glow uh, Jerry Curl uh, spokesman, and when he gets up off a couch, he, he leaves it's a stain like <laughs> everywhere he goes. But what is a Soul Glow? Soul it's, Glow. It's it's like the the hair product he's advertising for. Wait, isn't there one of the clues from the serial killer about the soul? Yes. Yes. Ooh, it, I wonder if that uh, had something to do with the something. soul you kill. Do you want to go? Wait. Do you want to go to? Is that one of your fav- faves? Yeah, let's let's talk about some of the, some of the faves. You guys are we're going to faves. I yeah, think yeah. we have to. Okay. Yeah. Did you have some favorites from this movie? I what did. Are but your let's faves, start, let's start, let's change it up. Let's have <laughs> yours. What was the one that you wanted? Your soul quote that you had. That was a good one. I don't even totally remember what it was. It was Smitty, I think it like every the every soul you kill is the soul you take. Yeah, that's you know, one of that's my favorite pretty, quotes. That's pretty, you know, that's like a Shao Kahn kind of thing from like Mortal Kombat. Didn't he do the same thing? He'd just take people's souls. Yeah. Who was the bad guy in the first Mortal Kombat who'd eat people's souls? Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. They'd all do the same shit. All the Mortal Kombat baddies, they took souls. But that's the same thing. Souls you kill. Yeah, this, I thought this bad that, guy that re- really didn't have any... No, he was a fucking bitch. Dude. They were setting up a, him up as super creepy, but ultimately he was... He I was, mean, he was pretty creepy, but he was a bitch. But Seagal could easily take him in every fight. Yeah, I, I think, understand you know, why their fights went on so long. I, I didn't think see it's what just because he was toying with him too much. Had. It's like when Anderson Silva lost the title to Chris Weidman. He was just fucking around too much. And then just like Seagal was fucking around too much right now. And then that guy scratched him and left. Right. So, yeah. So many people get yeah, scratched in this movie. So he Anderson Silva himself. I got a couple quotes here, but not, not too, too many. Um, the first one was uh, actually uh, probably one of my favorites. Uh, which is he's meeting Billy Joe for the first time when he's <laughs> just throwing him around the room. Mm-hmm. He goes, you like to pray on the weak and innocent? Well, I like to pray on sick people like you. Like, Pretty nice. good. Yeah, I was like, all right, that that's with, consistent with <laughs> the theme. And then he kicks him out of the wi- window, and the guy is flat on the pavement with blood coming out. I think he's dead. 
Seagal looks down <laughs> and radios down to his partner store, P-Bear, and goes, <laughs> looks like this man got the hiccups. Somebody get him a glass of water. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that made what? no sense. I forgot about that. Oh, what like, did that even mean? I don't know. Did he hiccup and jump? Like, is he associating the hiccup I with the know. guy jumping out of the window? It's like, he didn't jump, dude. You kicked him out of that no, window. No, you just tried to kill a guy for telling <laughs> you to f- say, to fuck, say you. fuck you. <laughs> that is excessive violence. If I told a cop, well, then again, in these days and days, hey, I don't want to get into this, but... <laughs> Say fuck you to a cop nowadays, you could get shot. Who knows? <laughs> Next thing yep. we have, I'm brown, man. I'm just saying. Next thing we have is <laughs> when he's okay. Immediately after this, we're gonna have to discuss. Not immediately, after, but after the segment, we're gonna have to discuss this. But he's talking to his mistress, maybe because he might have a wife and his child. girlfriend, who's also his on the department, that he's a, who he, keeps showing up so at he, his she's really like, really nice apartment. She's like, oh baby, you work too hard. Yeah, and he's like. Well, you drink too much. I'm like, oh, <laughs> damn, dude. All right, there's Jesus fucking Christ. The series of longing glances between those two it, in that scene. But was, he's oh, got a white. Oh, okay, it we're going to get into we'll, this We're going to get okay, to that. Right. There's a very surprise um, twist to this this movie that uh, listeners, I think, will enjoy. No one is going <laughs> to expect. But here's, here's, here's the one that I liked um, is that he's talking to P-Bear, Storm. Sure. And Storm's like, man, like you can't keep. Essentially, he's just like, you can't keep fucking people up like this. Like, we're gonna get fired if you, used to, you know, like I got a pension to worry about. And Seagal <laughs> That's goes, right. he's worried about his pension. Oh, yeah. Seagal <laughs> goes, classic. I think he more about paycheck, but it came out pension, and I think they were just like, let's not refilm this. But he's like, <laughs> baby. First of all, why are you calling a baby? But anyway, I love that he's he talking calls to a baby. man. He's <laughs> talking to a man. This is not. A, I'm not. This is not a mistake. This is how it starts off, baby. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Ain't nobody gonna take your pension. <laughs> oh jeez. I really like when he goes. And What's on your mind, baby? <laughs> I love that he course, calls it, baby. He finished that up with the best quote of all. If you all want to join me in his catchphrase of the movie, three, two, one. Lord have mercy. This guy uses this when. Did talking to criminals when talking to the FBI. Did lady? you have a count going of how many times he actually said it? Or no, it must have been five or six. I did not actually. It, it That's a, a really good. A I wish I would have done that. Um, it was a lot, but and sometimes it just be so even Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> and I I firmly believe that's actually something he says in real life, probably a lot in Louisiana. I th- I think he probably. I'm sure, I'm sure he does. Do but that's his real life catchphrase now. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I think he actually says that shit. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think so. I, I, yeah. And that's all. That's the only quotes I have from this movie, to be honest. I really There's like when... Um, uh, if you got some other ones, feel he, free to... He's fighting those two guys in the bar at the beginning. He's yeah. inquiring about the, the, dead, uh, the dead sex worker, the dead hooker. Yeah. Um, and he finds out that those guys were pimping her out. Was that the idea? Yes, yes. And then so Leon. He be, he, yeah, he beats up Leon... And I, I really like there's some VO stuff where he just keeps going, still want to play? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my turn now. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't think it's him. There's a couple times there's some voiceovers and I'm like, that, there's, some there's no way voiceovers. that's Steven. There's no way that's Steven. He's definitely not fighting in that scene. And then also we, uh, the version we watched didn't have the American History X part oh where God. he basically curbs Leon against the, the yeah, bar. Yeah, can we talk about... Oh, my so God. Let's talk about it. Absolutely brutal. Okay, we got two things to talk about. Should we talk about the alternate version or we should talk about this fucking wife situation? No, let's talk about the alternate... Let's talk about we'll the alternate the fact versions. That the version that we saw okay. had a lot of the violence removed All from right, it. so there's apparently down. a UA... So the United Arab Emirates got mm-hmm. the exclusive rights to this movie in 2009. Yes. So what happened is that I was excited to watch this movie because I was one day going through Facebook and I saw 
a post of Seagal being excessively violent. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And I'd never seen this before. So I looked at this clip and I was like, oh, what movie is this from? And it said Kill Switch. So today we're watching Kill Switch and we get through the entire movie and I'm like, wait a minute. There was definitely things that were way more violent in that scene. I was like, wait a minute. So we played the YouTube version of this and saw two fight scenes that were dramatically reduced in the UAE version, I think. Yeah. They're also in the trailer for the movie, the the hammer, the right, hammer the scene, and the the quick curb. So the two is scene, nasty. the two scenes that are are cut out is one is when he's fighting Leon in this bar. Um, in the UAE version, we see him beat him kind of. We see him beat him up, and then like it just kind of cuts to him getting the information from him. And in the extended version, he he picks Leon up and curb stomps him on the bar the edge of the bar and he repeatedly asks him when he last saw this girl and when leon won't tell him he karate chops the back of his head right as the curb stomp of course and he does this three times until finally guy tells him and he lets him up and a couple pieces of his jaw and his teeth relying on it's like god it's so it's gross. gross it's so great gross. though because that validifies validifies validates validates the <laughs> fact that he's using excessive violence. And then the second scene, right, I'm it's part, really it's part of pissed. his character that yeah. he uses excessive I'm, violence. I'm so it really is kind of important that to this the... second scene got cut out because this is great. It's at the very end when he's finally caught up to this Lazarus dude, and he's like, "All right, now the I'm not going to let you scratch me and get away. Like Guy I'm going to mess you up." He at the end, he's like, "Oh, you like to break bones?" And he picks up a hammer and he starts brutally hammering multiple limbs of this guy from the elbow to the wrist (laughs) to the knee to his ribs to his like femur and he calls him out as he does it however in the united arab emirates it's like you like to break bones and you see him break one and then it's just kind of like a couple sounds and then there's a vo of 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 lazarus going oh my arm yeah but just one not even knee, no hip no we need to get seagal to go to the United yeah. Arab Emirates to bring us and what what's great about sorry not to fix this up, problem. Yeah. Well, what's great about it is that you even more get the the uh, validity of him being excessive for because two cops come in and watch him do. They're like so horrified that they don't even stop him because they're in such shock that he like literally starts keeps breaking people's bones while these cops come in. But on yeah. the UAE version, it looks like he stops right when the cops come in. So it's like. You know, it it, it it like takes away from it. So I was kind of pissed that they cut that out because I was like, that that was an awesome. Thing. And you want this guy to get messed up because he's done some pretty sick shit so far. So it's like, yeah, man. What I couldn't understand about the character of Jacob King, which is very similar to the director's name, Jeff King, um, was he's not like Mel Gibson lethal weapon crazy in any way. No. Except no. at when he Mel has Gibson the bad guy in loco, his hands. Dude. He's really, really brutally violent to bad people. Excessive force. But there's nothing other than that. He's pretty laid back and casual. Yeah, I would say so. Lots of whispering. And kind of a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Yeah. So Except I, I that he's cheating on his wife and two kids. <laughs> yeah, the we'll entire spoilers. Can you guys... Can you? We haven't even talked about what this movie's about at all. What, can it's you give me like a one-sentence sum-up of what this movie is Seagal Seagal chases after two serial killers and toys with them for a movie after which he returns to his fucking <laughs> wife and two children his very in hot Russia, wife I guess. and very honest sweet loving two children in Russia we might have missed part of that um no but there was no mention of anything of that in the let's entire save it movie. let's save it let's for the it, end man yeah. like flip we just said we're gonna save it um <laughs> it's, it's really insane it's totally insane um but like what the serial killer thing um there's lazarus Two serial killers. and there's billy joel and yes 
I would say they have nothing to do with each other. Lazarus nope. is basically like a buffalo. You were calling him uh, Buffalo Bob, Smitty. Buffalo Bob. Yes, yeah, he's a yes. creep. Um, so it just reminded me of Silence of the Lambs a lot. Yeah, like yeah. The, kind of the vibe I was getting from him. But in terms of like the plot, I would say what I would say for is um, an overly or an aggressive cop, Jake, looks to track down a serial killer while yes. being hunted from um, a past uh, criminal of conviction, I guess. Right. I don't know, okay. a guy Somebody he put away he before. Put, he put away he, for yeah, five yeah. minutes. Yeah, he put away for like 24 and hours. And then he basically. comes after him kind of. <laughs> kind of. And Seagal's kind of going after the serial killer at the same time. Um, and doing a lot of detective work. We were saying that Seagal was probably reading a lot of Hardy Boys at this time that, that he wrote <laughs> yeah. this. At the same time, he's also getting busted down by the by the feds mm -hmm. and within his own department. Um, do you guys remember that uh, the scene where you actually see the, the chief for one moment yeah. uh, when you first meet the new the new female <coughs> FBI yeah. agent who comes in? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the chief lo really looked to me like he was wearing a fake beard and his his suit was way too big for him. I don't even remember. This so guy, it kind of looked like they just got a twenty year old kid <laughs> to just dress up as this old man and just be like, "I'm gonna bust you down so hard right now." It's so. like it's like the Muppet Man. Yeah, all the Muppets stack to create the they <laughs> yes, go on exactly. top of each other yeah. to create the person in the trench coat. Or Here's what I didn't understand mm. the, about the ser about yeah the serial killer. He was killing both men and women. What was Wait, his which serial killer? The the blonde guy. Lazarus. He wasn't killing men, was he? Yeah, yeah he killed. He some killed. Dude. He killed three men, three women. That James Vanderbeek guy, who we thought was maybe going to be the bad guy. Remember that scene oh, at the club oh, oh, where he goes yeah. out. He he buys the. Oh yeah, I guess I thought out. he was only killing women. And okay. then there's the quick turnaround at the end okay. of the scene where the guy who we think is the killer gets mm -hmm. strangled. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. What's um, happening with that? Well, yeah, I don't know. Then I well, basically that. they said that uh, he kills. I missed that completely. Along with like astrological signs or something like that. I don't know why it was three men and three women, but that's yeah. kind of <laughs> astrological what signs it was. and lyrics from and his lyrics own from this band. shitty ass band that, that he writes that he for. wrote for. Yeah, that's him right. and the bartender. <laughs> Him and a bartender write for a band. Seagal, so Seagal does some serious detective work in this movie. He goes to the coroner, Isaac Hayes. He discovers the astrological signs. Hello, Stephen. Carved into everybody. <laughs> Hello, Stephen. <laughs> What's the matter, Stephen? Carved under everybody's ears on these dead bodies. Mm. Um, Shout out to um, Out of Reach for Ciphers. Yes, the, the, the whole Cipher theme comes back up. Cipher. Yeah. Yeah. Cipher, no siphing. <laughs> Shout out as well to Coke, Pepsi, Wendy's. Qdoba, Scent of Action Cologne, Mazda Funkin. Six. Oh, Mazda Six, of course. Yeah. Um. Shout. Uh. Yeah. Shout out to all the people out there listening. Uh, like hitting us up on Twitter, on Steven, Facebook. Steven, we know you're listening at this point, dude. Kill you us on film. Come, yeah. Kill us Steven, on film. Kill us on film. Hit Please. us up on Twitter at CRC Seagal. Say something, man. You know, you know, Mahela Mahela ain't beating this. <laughs> Although we appreciate your pictures, so keep posting them. We love Steven Seagal's Eastern European fans who yeah. post good night. If and you're in Eastern photos. Europe and you're in one of these Facebook groups and you've been listening to this and you like it, please share. Please tell your friends. We love, we you. love yeah, we love any and all of our fans. We'd love to spread this out to, you know, all these people who are going to Seagal's New Year's Eve concerts. They need to know about this podcast. So help us share the word. Oh, we need to go to Seagal's New Year's Eve concert next year. And you know that's Let's where I'm going to be December 31st, we, we 2016. Be, we should be playing. Let's we should be his band, man. Let's open Serbia. <laughs> I wanna, we should be his band, dude. 
some really great blues music in this movie. And he's just oh like, he's like, goodness. you're all right. He like makes commentary about it too. He's like, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, right. He's he's a cool dude. He's a really yeah. nice guy with a very bad temper because he watched William H Macy kill his Although twin brother. Although I will appreciate that in this movie is the first time that we actually know what his dark past is. That his brother was killed when he was a kid. I know. It's like it's actually explained. It gives him a reason for his bad attitude. Yeah. Every other it movie, does. it's like, oh, he's got this dark past. And you're like, well, is it really dark? We don't know. Do you think that was something they added later? It, that has no wrap up. That storyline. Yeah, it's true. It's not like he overcomes something where no. he can like forget it, forget it, or like forgive it. You know, in the that's past why I thought right. it was going to be the same serial killer, the blonde guy, and then it wasn't. I was like, that would have made the story completely better. That would have made a lot more sense. But I that guy would have been in like an old man. He would have been in like his nineties, if you think. That's like, the like problem. If you think yeah, about it. Problem, so Stephen discovers these astrological signs on the dead bodies. He goes to the library and reads about the occult. He meets that <laughs> that goth chick who I was calling Drew Barry less. Yeah, because yeah. she was like Drew Barry more, but not as good. I was also thinking this movie could be called Six because it's like mm-hmm. seven, but not but quite. Not quite as not good. Not quite as good. Not nearly as good. Um. And so he reads all day at the library, apparently, and then she mentions, oh, this clue that you've <laughs> discovered via cipher, that's from a song from the shitty local band. And then Seagal goes to the show, which, you know, the it name seems of the like they have a lot of people listening to them. They what, did. They had a lot of fun guys having a good time. What was the name of the band? Southern Death Threat, and I think the song was Edge of Space. Are we going to listen to that maybe later? Maybe I'll add it in post. I couldn't find it, but if I can find it, I'll try. Wherever you are, it's kind of like that. With arms wide open. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I fucking love that song, man. That song is. I'm gonna play that song. Shout out to Creed, Scott Stepp. We still love you. We still love you guys. Um, Isn't there another version of that? Yeah, they were like a shitty... And so we discover that Lazarus, the bad... Oh, So Stephen talks to the lovely blonde bartender who says that she's been writing lyrics for this shitty band (laughs) that's on stage. And then also this other really creepy guy who is clearly the serial killer from the movie. Wait. Lazarus has also been writing lyrics for this band. <laughs> what is this band's like? How are I, they outsourcing lyrics to, to, to the bartender and this weirdo yeah. dude who just hangs at the club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it? It's actually not. We're, wait, which it's song were you referencing? Creed. I was referencing the calling. Yeah, we were doing different songs, but they're the same song basically. Oh man, I, I was doing with arms wide open song. by Creed. Oh man, I gotta listen to that then too. Oh, so so good about Scott Stepp's newborn baby son. Oh shit, dude, I'm gonna get really emotional. Beautiful moment, beautiful moment. <laughs> um, then Seagal has this like super long fight with Lazarus. Mm. He's, Seagal, things escalate very quickly. Seagal starts shooting at him. He chases him into a dark alley. Suddenly they're in this like steam pipe basement situation. Well, the car he's, he's shooting at him and, and he's hiding behind the car and the car blows up. First. Yeah, and and the That's guy's right. like right right next to the car. And you're like, how so did shitty. he ever survive? I thought that, that was the end of that one. I yeah. really, I was like, oh, nice, it blew up. I was like, wait a minute, what? That's nah. exactly what I thought. But then all of a sudden, he's just like walking in these like long like boiler room esque hallways, and yeah. Stevens then following him in hot pursuit. I don't understand why Steven... This guy is tiny. Steven should be taking care of business yes. with this guy. He was doing immediately. He was just toying with him too much. Uh, so th- this is the thing that where. Uh, the bad guy gives him that speech of, all my life I've been searching for a worthy adversary and yeah. finally I found you. And then they tussle for a minute. He scratches Seagal, runs away like a cat. And then... Se- <laughs> what? I don't understand why Seagal doesn't just tell anybody about what's going on. Yeah. He doesn't really he feels do a like good he has job to take of care of himself. Because I, I feel like he's also... For people are further being killed because Seagal is, is keeping all this stuff to himself. Yeah. Yes, that is very true. And like he keeps reading over his papers in his office by himself. Just but, tell Storm, baby. 
He Still wants, storm, baby. He wants yeah. all the credit. Hey, baby. Um, hey, man. Hey, man. Then, uh, so then Shout out we, to Garth Brooks. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm trying to sing a concert here, man. His wife does a lovely cooking show. Uh, so we see the Zodiac Killer. I was thinking he's like the Bozo Zodiac Killer because he's a real bozo. Uh, <laughs> doing his, his Buffalo Bob thing in that uh, little uh, baby sumo, sumo wrestler outfit. Yeah. But actually, Seagal's uh, r- Russian wife wears the same thing at the end, oh by the way. God. I'm just pointing it out. Um, and we see him planting Seagal's flesh on um, a, uh, the lovely bartender from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and so he who he's killed. Chicks. He definitely does. And so we kind of get this side plot of fucking tracking down Seagal. Seagal's maybe the killer. The classic serial, when you're tracking down a serial killer and really getting in his mind and really truly understanding him. And Seagal doing some insane detective work very quickly. He and puts the pieces together very quickly. Uh, yeah, with uh, although <laughs> we see Seagal on his back for the first time in a fight in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does, his detective work is superb. Impeccable. Yeah. Would you even say it's almost a technique in itself? I think I might say that. Oh, shit. Let's discuss this in our next segment. Talking knees, talking knees with the brown man. What did Steven get up to today? Talking knees, techniques. Um, you know, there's not a whole lot of technical stuff going on in this movie. I gotta be honest. <laughs> Just quick cuts from the director. A that's lot of like, quick cuts. I mean, there was definitely a keto momentum shit. He was definitely like throwing the people the fuck around everywhere, like you know, into basically was, every single corner of it. I'm sorry, man. No, 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 but I'm saying, like, the Aikido throw, like, when he was in the small rooms, like, the closets and stuff, where he was just, like, throwing (laughs) the guy, like, (laughs) you know, like, the first um, Billy Joe fight where he's just throwing Billy Joe all over the room using Aikido moment. I'm just saying that's a lot of Aikido, but it was just kind of a brute force. In those scenes, I I feel like he throws this guy, those guys against every wall. Dude, it's, like, every corner of the room. He's breaking every wall, (laughs) basically. He just, just like, goes from one to the other to the other. It's great. But I do want to point out the main thing of this movie, which is, although there's not Neeks, it is the first time that, maybe I, we haven't seen all of his movies before this, so this could be wrong, but the first time we have seen in this podcast series that we've been doing, Seagal on his back. Ooh, yep. Taking some shots, getting kicked by two people, actually, taking some hits. And even after that, we see him actually getting choked from behind by a guy, like, getting, like, one guy, like, kind of, like, side charges him and, like, throws him into a wall. So he's taken a little bit more. He's not, like, completely flawless like his other movies. Right. He's a which is pretty cool to see, the little bit of that, you know? Like, I like to see him kick the guy on the, from the ground and do a little bit of that, you know, street ground fighting to get back up. It was cool. It was cool to see that kind of stuff. He's vulnerable physically and emotionally. Yes. Is he, he vulnerable knows? emotionally? I think so. That's why he can't sure. open up to his... his uh Gumar, uh, <laughs> <Serene>? <laughs> on, the, on the force, Serene. And he keeps Serene having those flashbacks to those force. two chicks. To those two chicks? To the... Uh, you, to the <laughs> you mean <laughs> him and his twin brother? <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking... I'm just so... I'm so against adultery that I keep getting fucking wrapped up in these two chicks. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so passionate is about that, this. Is that what has to so monogamous, happening? dude. I'm so passionate. So, uh, Neeks wise, you weren't seeing much. I mean, Seagal was definitely, it was yeah. definitely a stunt double. I could, you could see, yeah, his you could see wig. that. You it was not, that. Um, I didn't feel like he back. really needed it, though. I mean, they weren't doing that quick as stuff that he needed a stunt double. I think that was kind of unnecessary. This movie did kind of lack the, uh, the younger guy to take care of the action that Seagal did. doesn't, uh, do that I, well anymore. I feel like we, we ran into that, uh, like, after 2010, though, Seagal. They figured that out. I think so. Maybe I, because it, he wrote this, he kind of had the hubris of, Oh, I'm I'll take be the guy who, who fights, but he doesn't even do any of the fighting. We love you, Seagal, but 
We'd love to see you do some of your classic throws. Kill us on film because I won't let you kill us shittily. I'm going to make you do a lot of cool jujitsu techniques to kill us. So come on (laughs) and kill us on film. Yeah, when he kills us on film, it's going to look great. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I want like my leg to get snapped. I want Smitty's like neck snapped. I want P Bear to have like multiple wrist and elbow breaks. It's gonna be great. And then I want all of us to get thrown out of windows. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Please, yeah. We definitely gotta yes. break some of the tables and glass and stuff. Oh, we need yeah, to let's dude. buy a jukebox. I want a TV getting thrown on somebody's head. Oh yeah, I would love to take a TV to the head. Yeah. Can I can I get uh squib hits? What is that? On me? You know when uh like gun explosions? Yeah, okay, maybe like he little. kills yeah. Smitty last during the... when I just get, like, shot up, up yeah. like Sonny yeah, yeah. at the Tobo style. Yeah. I, I can't <laughs> wait to see that. I want a samurai sword through my a fucking... Swishy? I want, like, an armpit samurai sword to finish me off <laughs> so I bleed out. <laughs> That's a classic the one. The one where you run at Seagal and we don't yeah. see who actually died, but... Like, I want him to throw us out of the window, right? And then, we, he, then he slowly crawls down the stairs... And then when he comes down, we're still barely alive. And then he shoots Smitty up. He fucking kills me with a samurai sword. And well, how do you want to go? Um, I want to jump onto his skippy as he's flying away. And he, he slices my fingers with the door. And I fall uh, down our chimney and the, our house explodes. Yes! <laughs> what do you think, Seagal? Oh. Come and let's make this happen, let's bro. Let's make it happen, Seagal. That let's won't be it. too bad of a budget. Uh, speaking of some action, um, what's the action... In Vegas today, oh, how'd we do snapping with Mr. Smitty? With Mr. Smitty. Snapping with Mr. Smitty. Snapping with Mr. Smitty. He's snapping. Yes. Depending which version you watch this week, we could have... Totally different outcomes. Oh, Ooh. that's what you get when you play the odds. <laughs> All right. So we unfortunately watched, I believe, the United Arab <laughs> Emirates version. I don't know if this has I anything to do with the UAE, but <laughs> I, mean, I like calling them out on the version podcast. that was cut. All right, no, okay. It's the, it's yeah. the United Arab <laughs> Emirates, you guys. I feel like Way they would. Billionaires in Dubai. You know, like, fuck them. Oh God! Okay, no, no. All right, no. We watched a version here, which was a little, which was a little less toned down than the actual version that was released to video. Because I'm pretty sure this was not a theatrical release. Um, All right, there was a theatrical release in UAE. Okay, would that be why they cut all this shit out? Because it didn't make it maybe theaters. uh, Does that justify our reasoning initially? Because there wasn't perhaps. It's perhaps. It was. <laughs> we'll have to do more research. It was only released in theaters in Let's the UAE. We'll have to tweet Vern okay, about yes. There was a theatrical release about it. Yeah. All right. So, I would say, it's you're basically dealing. I'm gonna count one snap for the version we watched, just because at the end the guy's like my arm, and he definitely got hit a bunch of times with a hammer. Okay. Right. Yep. All right. So I'm one gonna count snap. one snap. However, <laughs> if you watch the unedited version. Um, there's probably a hundred or more snaps yes. in this. How many bones are in the human body? Is it 206? Yeah. I think it's something like that. Yeah. I say 206 snaps. The, the, the two, 206 snaps. Because the scene where he's beating Lazarus with his hammer is absolutely brutal. Just knee after knee, elbow, elbow, arms, Riz. ribs, wrist, fevers, everything. Shins, it was, like, it was toes. awful. Oh, you like that? My turn now. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, you like to break bones? Oh, yeah, you like that? Oh, Lord have mercy! Yeah, yeah, Lord have mercy! That was a good snap." 
So, depending on the version you watched, you could have hit the over with 206, <laughs> or you could have hit the under with one. So everyone's a winner. Yeah! Smitty comes snapping. Oh, yeah. We're snapping. We're snapping. We're snapping. We're snapping. We're snapping. We're snapping. You got a fucking crazy good gospel singer line behind you. Ah, yeah, yeah. We're stepping with Smitty. We're stepping with Smitty. Oh, we should have got Isaac Hayes on that. Oh, oh we, it's too late. Damn now, it, we should have. I think he's out back playing poker with Keith David. I was watching videos of on YouTube sure of Keith, of Keith David singing jazz standards the other night. Are you serious? Wait, he's great. He's awesome. Oh he, man, he I'm going to look that up. Jazz standards. Yeah. We should be Keith David's band. Oh my Let's god. Hit us up at Seriously Seagal, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Seriously Seagal. We won't make, make you put class. on the glasses. He won't <laughs> He won't put on the glasses, but we, <laughs> we will won't. have to go to gym class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's what I suspect. All right. That's and if fair. we smoke crack even once, he's not going to be very happy. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'm <laughs> out. Be <laughs> uh, yeah. A, th- a thing I had trouble with was the they're trying to do the, the creepy seven ish mm-hmm. serial killer. Um, Silence when, of the Lambsy kind of thing. Yeah. When yeah. Seagal and the um, the new FBI agent, what's, what's her name, the FBI agent? Um, Frankie. Frankie Miller. Frank, I mean, agent Frank, Frankie Miller, FBI. I mean a female. <laughs> this is a female, too. Agent uh, Frankie Miller. Yeah, I liked her. I thought she was pretty no, good. She was her. the worst. I she was. Her. Um, did you notice that as she loosened up, her hair became less and less tight? <laughs> With each subsequent Maybe. scene, Good I've always said choice. that I don't like women with their hair in like buns and tight shit and updos. Very specific. Very I like specific. girls with their hair down. That's why I love Dallas. He knows what he likes, I guess. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but when she, when she and Seagal, when Seagal kind of takes her under his wing and brings her to investigate the house that they discover of Lazarus, where his side chick is. Also <laughs> just hanging um, out. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the side chick is hanging, hanging out. There. She works with um, the police too. Everything was just a little too. There was clutter, but it wasn't grimy. Do you know what I mean? Right. It, I, I yeah, and it was it like bright and grosser. sunny outside. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like, like a yeah, nice yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, look how nicely he organized this this crazy. Clearly, this crazy person. Yep. Very organized, a little OCD. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, like I yeah. like my creepy serial killers. On the other hand, a little bit grimier. Yeah. I don't know. The end of uh, True Detective when they finally meet the Yellow King is very oh. similar. True Detective is a lot like this movie too, yeah. actually. Would you say they accomplished that when the second time when Seagal and this chick are looking for? Somebody they discover the blonde chick's body. Remember with the fink when her she had the uh, yes. Seagal shit planted underneath. Oh her, yes, and it was all dark and like you know she sees the reflection of the body hung up in the mirror. That, that was, was more gross. creepy. Although right after that scene, we just cut to like a bunch of cops being there and like it's fine. Remember right. that was a weird like, ending to that scene. She's like Jake, and then like and it, it just cuts, cuts to, to the, like right. a sunny day and it's like cops again on the scene. And you're like, all right. Well, I thought a lot but it was the, still a little creepy. The, the, the scenes weren't quite the like seven level. Of creepiness. It's a director. I'm telling you, the director. Um, a lot of the blood was just Keone, a little too clean you? and organized. Dude, Keone would have done this right. And also, just the two, the, the idea of two serial killers. Just uh, again, it doesn't. I feel like I Billy Joel got short shrift. If they made the the thing that they failed at here is okay. So this is a little bit of the writing too. What this movie needed to be, and this is not an alternating, but this is how I would have written the script is. It should have been that the Billy Joe's... It started out great with Seagal putting away the serial killer, right? But there should have been, after his release... His release should have come a little bit quicker in the movie. I know that it's quick in the sense that he gets released quick, but it doesn't. they don't show it until a lot more scenes happen. 
he needed to be pursuing Seagal more actively, and Seagal needed to be framed by that guy better during the movie to create that tension right. while Seagal was hunting Lazarus. There, there that didn't be... happen till the very end when Billy Joe went and killed Celine. That needed to happen right. initially. So then everyone's like, Billy Joe killed Celine, and then Lazarus does the thing with the fingernail. So now he has two strikes against exactly. him. Exactly. So he's hunting Lazarus, the police are hunting him, and Billy Joe. If they made that tension happen, this movie would have worked. And I think that's what Seagal wanted in the script, but he just couldn't write it as well. Play, if you just script doctored that, that movie so well. I did, well. I did. If, if the bad guys aren't working in tandem like in Under Siege 2, then they at least need to accidentally help each other. That's what I'm saying. It, and it didn't right. happen until the very end. Because, yeah, the... the, the um, that needed... The Celine killing needed to happen right away, and then he needed to be framed right after that. And Frankie that Miller is so work. lukewarm about her sense yeah. of maybe Seagal it was, did it had It had the seeds of a great movie. It, it had the seeds... And it turned, turned out... I would give this a B minus C plus, honestly. It, it's not but, bad, but it just had the... It had the seedlings to be better if the script got a little bit of reworking, and then if somebody wouldn't have fucking picked... Non Keone Wexman director for this because Keone could have done this. <laughs> Keone, we need you, man. Been dang. Keone need you. doesn't do that many cut shots. He doesn't. He doesn't skip around. No, like that. It, was, it was too out of control. So Frankie Miller, did the, the FBI woman, yeah. thinks that Seagal. She thinks that Lazarus is the serial killer, but the Seagal killed one person and has framed it on Lazarus. That's right. what she thinks. Yes. 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 That's okay. She thinks just because he uses excessive force, he finally went overboard once and Ex- did. Like, come exactly, on, lady. Yeah. Like, you don't it, even know this guy. You came in one week. Like, it's less. pretty ridiculous. Meanwhile, Seagal uses this, this very, very specific crown of stars image that he discovered. Yeah, and, yeah and crown of. Um, he's into I, constellation. He it did was a, a lot constellation. of research in that it's library. It's made up of what eight stars or something like he that. He did a lot of research in that fucking library. He was there till all the way to closing. Right, and at this point, he is becoming very, very close in terms of his knowledge to the actual serial killer. So it is. He does look a little bit suspicious. I mean, yeah, yeah you got to remember that our no- serial killer is just like a B-rate lyricist for like a shitty band. So um, <laughs> that's true. It's not that's that much true. you got to study to beat this yeah. genius. <laughs> he's like the way worse than Robert. And Hunter. he's hanging yeah. out at said band like location, just like waiting for Seagal to find him. He's like, oh, maybe I should be just hang out with this band that I write these. <laughs> hey, man, Charles Manson like, uh, wrote songs for the Beach Boys. But did he hang out with the Beach Boys and wait for the cops to show up and find him? He hung out uh, with them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then so Billy Joel at the same time at, at the same time as Seagal's figuring out where the next murders are going to be, mm. Billy Joel uh, grabs Seagal's side piece, and and the li- he meets up with the librarian woman as well. We don't we never know what happened yeah. to her. First really. of all, you know what? I like this is a note to all our female listeners. If you've seen this movie, and if you haven't, what happens is this stupid chick is on a bus. <laughs> And meets Jeez. Billy Joe, who starts to talk to her, this vagrant on a bus. And then next thing you know, they're banging. It's like, listen, if you meet some vagrant on a bus, listen, I, he might be charming. Why take a number. You know, get to know him a little bit. Don't go bang him that night. Because what's going to happen is he's probably going to slit your throat, just like Billy Joe did. That's some great advice from you know, the brown man right there. Stay safe, women. Listen to Steve Harvey, damn it. Respect yourself. <laughs> Shout out to Steve Harvey, Shout of out to my man. Dude, that guy empowers women all day. And kids. Um, our, bu- youth our buddy Storm tells that great story. Oh my uh, god, that's so weird. <laughs> to Frankie Miller. Well, he. I found it weird because I. I was like, is this a joke? This is a joke, right? And it turned out to be. I didn't a, think a it was a joke. I thought joke. it was just a weird situation. I was like, why would he put a clown in there? I was like, well, he's kind of fucked up. It's a little bit weird, maybe. So he tells the story of him and Seagal back in the day. This scene is actually very much like True Detective. Um, he tells the story to uh, uh, Frankie Miller, FBI. About uh, he and Seagal, thun- uh, lightning and storm. Yep. Back in the day, uh, hunting down a cannibal killer. Mm-hmm. 
And Seagal refuses to call in for backup, of course, when they have this guy cornered. Lord have um, mercy. And then they discover this, this cannibal killer eating a clown. Lord have mercy. He's a man of action. He has to do it himself. And uh, the, the, the gentleman turns around with a bloody arm in his hand, and he asks the two of them, does this taste funny to you? <laughs> Lord <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> See, I think that was just him winding her up in, in front of all the cops. For sure. Oh, yeah, because yeah, all the definitely. other cops were laughing and shit. Yeah. So, but it was very weird because at the same time, he should have been defending the character of his friend. Yeah. And he I just thought it was going to be a serious. Dude, I thought it was going to be a serious. Like you see a snapback and Seagal just like beating the shit out of like he was going to lunge at the guy and Seagal saved him or something. I thought it was going to be a serious. So I didn't realize it was a joke. To be honest, I thought it was just weird to have a clown in there. It was weird. And then we're pretty much to the end of the movie where it's one by one Seagal just takes care of our our Seagal villains. Just, yep. Um, that scene where he puts down the gun when he's fighting Lazarus, I was I thought was pretty stupid. Um, was he just trying it's, to taunt Lazarus? Yeah. He was trying to taunt I Lazarus. I think so. He's like, yeah, go go and try and steal that from me. I'm going to just fuck you up with my hands. All these, the, the fights are really long. The fights and the shootouts yeah. take a they long were, time. I'm okay with that, though. Um, but I just... The shootout being long, I didn't the like. The bad but guys weren't worthy as fighters. I never, no, Seagal no, no. was never, he was on his back once that one time, oh. but against the kind dude, of big shout baddies. shout out to Under Siege 2's bad guy. Remember that knife scene at the end? That was a fight. Oh, yeah, dude. That's with a race fucking Bannon. fight. That was, that was yeah. a really good one. That was a good fight. Um... And then what I also notice is that these fights are going on forever, and Lazarus has, has taken no damage. He doesn't look That's what I'm saying. Worse direct, the again, directing. He should have been bloodying up his face. Keone would have bloodied that face up. But then we get to that famous hammer scene, and, and Seagal really takes care of business Woo! in a brutal fashion. Yeah. In the non-UA. Gets it done. So then he goes back to his place, where he discovers yep. that Billy Joel has killed his, his lady. Yeah. His he's side piece. not oh. happy. He's, he's not happy, but he's not But he's not, not too sad at the same <laughs> he's time. He's not too sad about it. And then they get into a big knife fight. People, more people are, get scratched. There's a scene. Do you remember the the skit, the Continental from SNL with Christopher Walken, where he's I don't, uh, I he don't. keeps running to the door and standing in front of the door while the the lady tries to leave uh, so his his apartment. Seagal basically pulls that move at some point. <laughs> Seagal's apartment is really, really, really nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, again, really nice. what was Seagal doing before this movie? Uh, How do you get family that? money. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we finally get to. The, he kills the guy. Of course, we finally get to the ending of this movie. Uh, his partner. Finds a note, with and we get a voiceover from Storm. Seagal, um, which I didn't understand at all. Do you have Billy that, Billy? The note? Yeah. I don't have the note. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, he was basically like, Storm, Billy Joe kills Celine. I took care of him my own way. He won't be doing that anymore, but I had to get out of town. People here don't realize what justice is. Blah, blah, blah. It's so skippy, incriminating skippy, to skippy, leave. Skippy, basically skippy, exactly skippy, what skippy, it skippy, is. Skip, 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 skip. Yeah, he just said that he took care of everybody. He explained what happened, and then he's like, I'm out of here because you guys don't understand justice. But it's like, dude, you can't just do that, man. Like, no, you just killed a bunch of people. You, why didn't yeah. you at least leave his body here? Where did Two you people, take the body? Like, like, yeah. Why yeah. didn't you just leave Billy Joe here? And we cut to uh, <laughs> Seagal and his white Ford Bronco. <laughs> Keith David is driving, uh, <laughs> headed for the border. Oh, God. And now you realize why he wasn't that sad that this other chick died. You know who this is, damn it. This yeah. is Keith David. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what happens? Yeah, you explained this. You're very excited about this. Where, where do we go? This is the most insane ending I've ever we seen. We go the to the Shire, time. what looks like the Shire. Oh. Sexually. We get sexual cigar in the last two minutes of this movie. It was so weird. The weirdest last two minutes Dude. of any movie. So he comes into a house. Mm-hmm. To be greeted by a sexy, beautiful blonde woman. Oh yeah, and two great little children. Two 
I think twins, twins. and a Latino maid in the back. And I'm like, what is happening? Really? Yeah. yeah, there was a maid. And these kids are so excited to see their father. Dada, Baba. And this chick is and excited. they're Russian. He's got presents for these bitches. In Ru- He's got a Russian family. <laughs> Where? <laughs> what? Like, what? what? We, were, we were all just like, we Does were that so mean he was surprised. <laughs> I, I sincerely hope this is a flash forward, but it's not, I don't think, according to the IMDb description. Or the uh, if you go to Wikipedia and read And there, there could have been like... This is Seven bullshit. years later, and now he has kids. Yeah, this is bullshit. Both. That means that he's cheating on his wife the whole time with <laughs> Celine. Do we ever see him get with Celine? No, we, can we don't. She's like in his house the entire time, half naked, right? But he's always working at his desk. <laughs> <laughs> Smitty, I don't know if your wife would be okay with that explanation. It's not his wife, though. If his Russian wife found Celine half naked, oh, hanging oh, out I thought house, you meant. Do you think that chick would be? She would smash a bottle of vodka and fucking hate. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, she's dead, so the wife doesn't know. Exactly. Doesn't That's why Seagal was perfect. not that. He was like kind of sad, and then he was like, actually. <laughs> perfect ending He's like, for Seagal. Yeah, that saved me a book. But then, did, did he start a Russian family? Isn't he on the police force in Memphis, Tennessee? Yes. What? I don't know. How long has he been there? He but didn't just show up what's there. What's great about great this question. and why we say it's sexually Seagal is what happens at the very end, which is he. Oh, yeah. He follows his sexy, beautiful wife up to the bedroom where there's a lot of gold-wrapped presents in red bows on top of the bed, so I don't know where they're going to do it, but anyway, she starts undressing herself, and Seagal is just loving it. Like, I would be. I mean, we were all loving it. And then she eventually strips down some nice titties, yeah, and then she puts one of these nice red bows on herself like Uh. she's the present to Seagal, and he just smiles by the door, and then... (laughs) He just fucking grabs her, and we see her making out a little bit, and then he shuts the shit. I don't think we've ever seen Seagal make out like that. Before. No, he like really went for it. He, he like he like stormed in you? and rushed Holy in for the kiss. Yeah, of course, romantic. but Dude, we've never he, seen Seagal act like that. She was hot. And that, then yeah, early days. I would have had a, if I was writing that. I would have had him fucking bang out some <laughs> Celine. <dude. laughs> she was really hot. But he's like, oh, I'm a Buddhist. I can't do that. I'm I'm cheating on my wife, but I, they're not exactly seeing me cheat on my wife. It's like, why even have that lady? Why even have us? Why have the family? Yeah, that's the question. It, it did, had nothing to do it with the rest of the It from your character. Yeah, it didn't make sense I whatsoever. I think he thought it tied up the situation with him and his twin brother in a weird way that he has this family and it's moved on and... In some sense, yeah, but like, I think yeah. it was just again. I should have been a flash forward. It should have been seven years later, like five years later, picking up a girl that he found on Twitter. It should have been like ten movie. years later, like he's happy and has got kids. You know, are you like, willing to go topless in this film? Are you willing to make it with me? Skip, skip, skip. <laughs> uh, so that's how the movie ended. I think the the most insane way possible. But we thought it could have d- gone a different way. So let's uh, let's hop in the train, fellas. What do you think? The island. The island. Of alternate endings. Of alternate endings. It's me, Screwface from Mark Hey, Screwface, what's going what's on, man? What's going on, Have you guys met my twin, Screwface? I have, Screwface, too. Yeah, four, uh, four eyes, right? Better than two. We are not only brothers, we are twins. And yep. twins. And twins. twins. <laughs> I see you've gotten with the culture. Did you like the iPad we left you on your alternate island last time so you could stay up with culture, Screwface? It was very nice. I've been catching up on Better Call Saul. Have you not been How listening to our podcast? Oh, uh, and your podcast. It's okay. I listen. To, I check out a couple. I want. I want to see your feed, man. I want. I want to see which ones you've listened to. Hold on. <laughs> hey, speaking of Screwface and his twin brother, uh, my alternate ending involves tying up in any way the twin brother situation that Seagal, uh, as a young 
as young Jake. Jacob and Daniel. Daniel, yes. Uh, seemed. I was wondering what. How old do you think uh, they were turning on their birthday there? That Ten. Day? Ten. Somewhere around. Somewhere there, around maybe. there. I don't know. Are they still dressing the same exact way? Uh, we're still doing that. They're still it's doing fun, that. Man, it's fun. Twins. Yeah. Why, why not? not? Yeah. Dress up like the same. <laughs> if you, you like your brother, why not? If you do. like your, you wouldn't want. If me and you were twins, people, you wouldn't want to dress up like me, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I want to dress up like you anyway, man. Yeah, <laughs> we do sometimes. I need to throw in a blanket, dude. Yeah. All you gotta do. Um, Go to here, here's what here would be a great movie. Okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie in a few things together. Okay, it turns out that the two bad guys, Billy Joel and Lazarus, mm. are brothers, and oh, their wow. father okay. is nice. the guy oh, who killed. Good. Oh that's wow, great. that's a really who, really killed, good connection. Who killed Daniel, his brother? It all comes down. Uh, I, you'd have to rewrite the whole ending of the movie. Wow. Um, okay, that's but a it, very there would strong be, connection. Be actually maybe some kind of dramatic climax to this whole thing, um, where they, it turns that they've been trying to come after Seagal. Um, so we see uh, the old man who had killed Daniel as a boy. We see Lazarus, the the, the serial killer, and Billy Joel, Joel, the complete <laughs> maniac who wrote down Easter Alexa, um, and they they're about to kill Seagal when who walks in through the door. But Daniel, his oh, twin brother oh, from his youth, played by Steven Seagal. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Seagal well, twins. yeah, I mean, they're twins, so yeah. And uh, yeah, the throat slash uh, got better <laughs> for Daniel. <laughs> he healed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, Does he have a scar? Yeah, he's got a scar on his neck. And, so uh, that's how you know which one is which. You cut back to a scene. Uh, the last flashback is you cutting back to him at the hospital with a lot of Band-Aids on yeah. his neck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there goes some blood Schmall transfusions, better. and then two Seagals take care of this old man and his murderous sons. I like it. That's, that's pretty good, right? That's amazing. Wow, I like that. That's one. a very strong connection between everything. Yeah. It's maybe too much, too strong. That's connection what I was going to say. Everything. I'm yeah. like, oh man, it'd be too perfect. I'm not saying balls. it would be better than this movie, but it would be better it'd than be this great. movie. Yeah, it would. Um, what's your end alternate ending to Kill Switch? Flav. My alternate ending was what I was I was kind of like describing would just be my better version of this movie, basically, where they actually like frame him properly, like Billy Joe frames him properly. Right. And has to like force Seagal to like really be on like, you know, like he actually has to communicate with Storm undercover and like to have to like find ways to like fucking... You know, like a real movie. I'm sure this has been done. You know, <laughs> if it was like a real movie, that would have been <laughs> like, better. Yeah, it feels like if you would have taken some help with the script and the directing a little bit, you know. Um, but alternately, alternately, I could definitely see this chick, right, being which one? Oh, uh, the um, the detective lady, the FBI lady, Frankie Fra- Miller. Frankie Miller. Yeah, FBI. Uh, Frankie Miller. Yeah, I could see her getting kidnapped by. Oh, um, okay. One or either of them. You can okay, pick Lazarus. Yeah. Maybe not Lazarus because he's a little gay. Um, fucking, Jeez. what's his name? Uh, what's the rush. other guy? Um, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. I could see her getting abducted by him and then Seagal having to, like, basically not only clear his name because, like, they don't know that it's not him that took her, but he has to, like, basically save her, too. Right. Yeah, there was like, even if it wasn't the two bad guys, there was one too many elements in this movie, yeah. and they just couldn't handle the yeah. whole, the, the stakes were raised and then suddenly deflated uh, yeah. to the max. So I would like the stakes to stay raised, but then I would like him to have hooked up with Frankie, uh, you know, Frankie. 
I thought that would have made more sense. She's a yes. little closer to his age than any of the other women that he gets. With, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would, I thought that was that was. Good and it's like he's kind of made her a little more unorthodox, but she's maybe got got him a little more on the straight and narrow. Yeah, and and then they both go back to his Russian family. Yeah, <laughs> and then we cut to a clip, and it says, 15 years later." And Storm happily has his pension. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see Storm and, go to Russia in, with his Russian and family. And it's him on the phone, and all you see is all you see is Seagal just smiling. And he's like, I "Told you, ain't nobody gonna take that pension." Maybe <laughs> <laughs> to black. <laughs> <laughs> a story of a man and his pension. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Kill switch. All right, Smitty, what do you got for alternate endings? Okay, so <sighs> movie's playing out like it does when Storm talks about his clown story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually real. Okay. Okay, so it's a real thing that happened. So it did He's taste not funny. Fucking, it did taste funny, but this guy was <laughs> kind of fucked up, and it was, it was a crazy situation. This guy couldn't stop eating and feeding on people. He was locked away. However, everything else plays out like it does in the movie, so that's the, my only change so far. Sure. At the end of the movie... Seems innocuous enough. Everything gets wrapped up. As soon as Stephen um, leaves his note and says that he's he's gone and, and is going, you know, um, that's when the uh, uh, disease from last week's Against the Dark <gasps> starts infestating all the people. Oh, no. So this is a prequel to Against the Dark. Oh, that's great. And the guy who we see eating the clown is patient zero for the zombie vampire apocalypse? Yes. Oh, no yeah. shit, yeah. dude. That's really good. <laughs> and then, you know, Steven somehow becomes Tao. Maybe we'll save that for another movie. That that works way better than a good <laughs> man. Against uh, the Dark after this movie? In Force of Execution. It yeah. was, right? Okay, nice. Nice. That's probably the best one we've done yet. Which one? Against the Dark? No, no, no. I'm saying Smitty's ending is probably one of the best ones we've done. Oh, that was really good. Because it ties into another movie. Thanks, guys. That took it to a whole other level. All right. So I think, I mean, this movie we enjoyed. It didn't make a ton of sense. Um, I did love Soul Glow. I thought Steven was surrounded by a decent cast. He did a pretty good job writing it. I thought we the directing was pretty poor. Editing um, was kind of tough. Yeah, the editing was kind of... It was just like watching a music video. Also, we time. watched a, not a great version, so... Yeah, and listen, United Arab Emirates, you've got to take <laughs> a good look at yourself because this kind of censorship... Of, of Seagal? Of Seagal? That's... Uh, it I won't just, stand. I didn't, it's, and they censored like some really good shit that I was like, what? Yeah, like, it, it was it was a pretty big disappointment. Um, why do that? Again, the craziest ending we've ever seen. Stephen turns out to have a Russian a Russian wife and kids. <laughs> when was he fathering these kids? Is he in Russia? Is he in Alaska? Where is he? It doesn't look like. Again, he looks like he he, he went to a gingerbread house. He lives in a gingerbread house now in the Shire. He goes to the sperm bank and sends cryogenically frozen samples of his baby batter over to his <laughs> wife and the sperm is so good they know when when they first <laughs> see him at age five to call him papa <laughs> um okay that was pretty ridiculous um Flav, what are we doing for next week buddy we are jumping back in a little bit to 2002 oh Woo. oh geez okay and we are going to have a co-star by the name of Ja Rule. Yes. Oh, damn. We're doing Half Past Dead. <laughs> Half Past Dead. This movie tells the story of a man who goes undercover in a high-tech prison to find out information to help prosecute those who killed his wife. While there, he stumbles onto a plot involving <gasps> a death row inmate and his $200 million, $200 million <laughs> stash of gold. Steven Seagal is Sasha Petrovich. Nice. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Russian. 
<laughs> this is what he sired that Russian family. Yeah, right? So... And the, the user review says, hey, Half Past Dead is an Oscar material, but if you're looking for a fun action movie, it's pretty damn good. <laughs> uh, that's we great. are in for a treat. Like, I'm okay with that. Uh, let's put that, that uh, trailer up on Facebook. We, and, uh, oh, we get to see him kick people, flip people, and break bones. Oh, that's good. <gasps> we Smitty! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. That's what we're doing. All right. Half Past Dead, it. guys. Go watch the movie. Get ready for our next podcast. Thank you for all the listeners. Yeah, Shout we love you guys. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Rate us, review us on iTunes. It helps a lot. That would be great. That would be awesome. Put the lotion in the fucking basket. Do it. Um, <laughs> you got anything, Flav? No, you know, I think I just, I appreciate everybody who's been with us so far. You know, um, definitely go please rate us on iTunes if you can. That really I appreciate help. you guys. This, we've, we're deep oh, into it we now. We are. We're in the thick of things. I think more than anything, we appreciate Mr. Steven Seagal. We love also you, Also, Mr. Steven Harvey. And Steve Harvey. And Keith B. David. Come all, on our podcast. All the gents. All of you. Uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, this has been P-Bear. Flavor. And Mr. Smoothie. And this is Seriously Seagal. To somebody? It all went wrong. Special Agent Williams, FBI. It's a nice night to die. Now, they're serving hard time. Welcome to my island. In the most feared prison in the country, the new Alcatraz. What are you packing? This. Ooh, you want to play rough? Sorry, I'm not into men. And their biggest problem isn't breaking out. It's dealing with the guys who just broke in. Let's party, boys. <laughs> all right? I'm all right, man. We got issues. Any word from Alcatraz? One of the cell houses was compromised. How many hostages? I've got 10. Why are you doing this? I'm going to dig up $200 million worth of U.S. gold brick. Taking early retirement. What's your cause? My cause is me. See, I'm sociopathic. Means I can kill everybody in this room and not feel bad about it. What's going on? We got a problem. How do I look? Like a big fat prom queen. That's a game plan. You watch my back. All right, homies. Two things can happen. You get killed or you get caught. Comprending? Sweet dreams, partner. Comprende this! The inmates aren't taking any prisoners. Morris Chestnut, Ja Rule, and Corrupt. What's the matter, girl? You don't like me? Click the boom, bang! Hit the rock, spit the game, bang! Hit the clock, spit and flame, do my mother! Bang! 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 Half past dead. I'm a fan!